Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with February 6, 1911, Part 2, pages 79 and 80. February 6, 1911, Part 2. It seems to me that it would be a good thing to adopt the following procedure. A brother is appointed to take note of everything that another does, both good and bad, and reports it to the superior. The superior would then be aware of all the facts and thus be better equipped to direct the community and each individual in it. If we sincerely desire to become more perfect, to serve God and to grow in holiness, then I think we should willingly accept this service, whether from our peers or from our superiors. Should we not be most, should we not be most grateful to another for opening our eyes, for showing us our shortcomings, protecting us from evil, and directing us toward a surer path to God? Give us this holy simplicity, Lord, this humility, this upright heart and good will. We should make an effort to understand the times in which we live, to gain real insight into the desires, goals, and ideals of our contemporaries. Every good idea should meet with our approval. Every good suggestion gain our encouragement. Every good deed or endeavor our sincere support and praise. Every trouble and hardship our compassion and help. But every error, when it comes into contact with us, should be shattered. Just as the fury of the waves breaking against the rocks is dissolved and dissipated, so should every evil deed and endeavor come to nothing. According to the teachings of the great ascetics, if a person desires to construct a beautiful edifice of perfection, he must first give it a firm foundation of mortification and humility. St. Ignatius Loyola used to say to his brothers, I would become really alarmed only when people stopped attacking and persecuting our order. That would be a sign that we have so become lazy and are no longer serving the Lord as we should that the world and the evil spirit do not pay any attention to us and let us rest in peace. We ought to remember these words. Whoever begins to work zealously for God and for the church will never lack trials or even persecution. The way in which the world regards us and acts towards us should be an indication of whether we are truly following in the footsteps of Christ. We must not lose heart because of difficulties and persecutions, but rather rejoice and praise God for having found us worthy to suffer a little for his name and for his holy church. If we are the object of detractions, personal attacks and accusations, we should be very careful to examine our lives, to make sure that we have not done anything wrong, and then make an effort to lead a more perfect life to perform our tasks with even greater zeal, never giving way to sloth or neglect. Lord, grant that the violence and fury of the evil spirit, 
the persecution and ridicule of the corrupt world may never cause us to falter or to be deflected from the way of truth, nor intimidate us to give up the work we have begun for your greater glory, or dampen the fire of our zeal. As the enemies of your holy name, Lord, grow bolder, and as our many hardships, trials, persecutions, and snares and traps set for us increase, may our zeal, fortitude, wisdom, and initiative, as well as our daring and perseverance, grow and become ever stronger. May our motto be this, There is nothing I cannot master with the help of the one who gives me strength. That's from Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. In the midst of all the storms the evil spirit and the corrupt world may raise against us, give us the grace, Lord, to remain unwaveringly constant and peaceful, so that the more we are oppressed and attacked, the more closely we may cling to your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, and the greater may be the trust with which we surrender to the protection of Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. In the second part of the entry, Blessed George reflects on a way of a monitor could help us to grow in holiness with the, whole, the superior of the house overseeing everything. What he suggests is not easy. We need humility and holy simplicity. It would be a help to keep us from falling into the trap of arrogance. Blessed George also reflects on knowing the world situation, the times in which we are living, what are people involved in? What are they thinking about? What do they watch? We can draw on the good and work to overcome the errors. To build something, we need a firm foundation. Blessed George is reflecting on rebuilding a religious congregation, which was on the point of extinction because of religious persecution. But we are also trying to build the edifice of our spiritual lives, and it has to be built on a firm foundation of the virtues. He learns from St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, that when people attack and persecute us because we are serving the Lord, that is not necessarily a bad thing. It is in fact a sign that we are on the right track. When we stop striving and there is no opposition, that is a bad sign. It means that we have fallen into the hands of the devil and he doesn't want to disturb our stupor because he has us where he wants us. And then George calls us to uh, holy zeal, to working hard for the church. Then the trials will come, but that is to be expected. And we can't allow ourselves to become discouraged because Jesus is always with us. And blessed George also calls on the protection of Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace 
and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.